we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for December 30th, 2019. Next report, uh, pro-Second Amendment billboards pop up in Virginia as more counties declare themselves sanctuaries. Virginians are campaigning hard against the onslaught of anti-Second Amendment measures expected to be rolled out by the incoming Democratic-controlled state legislature with pro-Second Amendment billboards throughout popping up uh, popping up throughout the Commonwealth of Virginia. The billboards began um, coming up the same week two more Virginia counties have declared themselves to be pro-Second Amendment sanctuaries, bringing the total number of sanctuary counties to 87 of the Commonwealth's 95. So it's vast, vast majority are uh, Second Amendment sanctuaries. In an effort to increase awareness of the impending anti-Second Amendment measures, the National Rifle Association, which I'm surprised they're doing anything, for legislative action has posted billboards throughout Virginia. One such billboard reads, Northrum Bloomberg gun confiscation plan starts January 8th in two weeks. And that's when they come back in the session. So essentially by the time you hear this, it's going to be about a week or a little over a week out. I mean, depending on when you listen to this. The Daily Wire observes the anti-gun efforts in Virginia are being backed by billionaire Michael Bloomberg, founder of the far-left Every Town for Gun Safety anti-gun group. Northrum outlined his anti-gun agenda during a November cabinet meeting in which he proposed universal background checks, banning, of, banning sales of uh, semi-automatic firearms and high-capacity magazines, restoring the law that limits purchases to one gun a month, a red, red flag law that would empower a court to temporarily temporarily remove a gun from a person deemed to be at risk to himself or others uh, unfortunately northam was not merely making empty promises sb 16 and sb 18 proposed to ban semi-automatic assault weapons uh which they term as assault weapons raise the minimum purchase age to 21 impose background checks for private firearm sales sb 64 strengthens current state law against so-called paramilitary activity by vaguely declaring declaring an individual be, to be guilty of an unlawful activity if he or she has the intent to intimidate a person or group. So again, just totally open-ended and they want it that way on purpose so they'll have any excuse to go in and confiscate guns. Democrats have also proposed un unconstitutional red flag laws that would permit courts to remove firearms from any individuals deemed as a danger to them, society or themselves. And again, Satan is the one that determines that. When asked specifically about gun confiscation, Northam responded, that's something I'm working on with our Secretary of Public Safety, end of quote. So I, I don't see him backing down. Now, this just broke today, and I just kind of wanted to insert it here. Uh, Demon-possessed gunman kills one and critically injures another inside a packed Texas church during a live stream communion before he's shot dead by two armed congregation members. And you can watch the actual video. It, it looks like they cut it off it looks like it jumps forward but this is a service at west freeway church of christ and it was being live streamed at the time of the shooting some guy i think that was uh in the sanctuary looked like he got up and he talked to one of the deacons and then he pulled the gun out and then two um two armed congregants at that church got up and shot him killed him so uh Again, had they not been there, had there been nobody, no good guys with a gun, it would have been an absolute total bloodbath. Two people have been killed in a church shooting near Fort Worth in Texas. One person died at the scene while another died en route to the hospital. 
MedStar Mobile Healthcare spokesman said the shooter was one person who died. So only one person died. Now there is one that's in critical condition. But again, had there been no good guys with good with with guns firing back at the bad guy, it would have probably been dozens dead, if not more. Witnesses said the gunman was shot dead by a member of the congregation. Law enforcement officials said Sunday there was no ongoing threat to the public in connection with the shooting. They praised the two churchgoers for killing the gunman. Now, those are some honest law enforcement officers. God bless them. Uh, there's no motive known at this point. It was probably some M MK Ultra mind control slave that was triggered, like I've said before. Um... Jeff Williams, regional director of the Texas Department of Public Safety, said there was an enormous police response Sunday morning to learn about what led to the shooting. Uh, he said, I would like to point out that we have a couple of heroic parishioners who saved countless lives. And that again, that's the regional director for Texas Department of Public Safety. Wow, God bless them. Our hearts are going out to them and their families as well. An elder at the church told New York Times that one of those killed was the security guard who responded to the shooter calling him a dear friend he was trying to do what he needed to do to protect the rest of us so I, evidently the the um the security guard uh got uh killed but two people with guns in the congregation got up and killed the shooter so that that just happened today and that just shows one of the many examples of why they want to why they want to disarm us because they want all the evil wicked bad guys to be the only ones that have guns so that they can come in to wherever they want to come into your house or wherever you're at and kill you and you not have any way to protect yourself that's exactly why so going further satan's organizational structure for what humanity is facing including the intention of 250,000 un troops based in cuba it's from Dave Hodges. This article has several moving parts. First, in support of our investigation on the intentions of the deep state of Virginia, I interviewed Paul Martin with regard to intel he possesses about UN troops in Cuba and their potential involvement in Virginia. And again, this is what I was saying before. From what I'm seeing, even if the adjutant general of the National Guard is wishy-washy about if he'll send a National Guard, that doesn't mean the National Guard's going to go along with those orders. And from what I'm seeing and from what the... the um, audio interviews i've heard of, of people actually in the national guard they have no intentions of carrying out unlawful orders to disarm other virginians so what does that mean well that means they got to bring in their own um draconian police force in order to do this that's the only option now i've told you that you know we've got troops in underground bases and they've commingled with our that's one of the that's one of the options but this is a whole other look at one other possible scenario here now i'm not saying this is the case but i'm saying as a watchman i have to at least let you know about this just in case this does happen because this does sound like something they would try to do because i do not believe our well obviously the sheriffs are going to resist it for the most part because you've got the vast majority of counties already creating second amendment sanctuaries um i don't think our own military is going to just go along with it because you know the national guard sure isn't and i don't think that uh um other factions of our military are just going to go in and disarm the pop i mean sure certain factions were but then they would probably have certain factions within the military that would turn on them but if you bring in an outside force that already hates our guts in the form of un troops 
they would have no um, no problem doing this. Uh, going forward here, this is in regard to the UN troops in Cuba and their potential involvement in Virginia. And second, this article is going to take a look at beyond the organizational structures of the of the deep state that is managing most of the artificial crisis being visited upon America. If you have wondered how deep the threat runs against Americans, and for that matter, all of humanity, this article will introduce you to these concepts. As an introduction to the serious nature of the threat we face from the UN and places like Virginia, we start with an interview with Paul Martin as he reveals confidential information he has received from military personnel regarding a 250,000-man United Force united nations force that has been that has just been relocated to cuba now again i'm not saying that's what happened okay um but he's getting intel supposedly that that is the case now the interview you're going to hear and i'm not going to play the whole thing i'm just going to play a portion it's not the greatest audio i don't understand why dave can't get a better audio connection to paul martin but the reason I'm reading this is that hopefully you'll hear enough to connect the dots with what I'm telling you right now. But it's the best audio I've got on this. Um, one of Martin's sources has revealed that the Florida government is aware and has increased surveillance of its shorelines. What does that mean? Like they're, they're going to be invaded by these troops in the shorelines? Again, I'm not saying this is going to this is the case, but I don't. Again, I don't know how insane things are going to get either. So I don't really want to. Oh, I want to err on the side of safety. Martin's other sources have been dispatched to Cuba, not Gitmo, as a reconnaissance intelligence gathering team to assess mission statuses and objectives of this UN force. I have suggested that I have preliminary information which suggests that the final destination may be Virginia. Well, it sure makes sense to me because that's the one thing I've been thinking out in my head. How are they going to, how is Northrum going to implement all of this because it does not the, the sheriffs aren't going to go along with it and i don't think the city police are going to go along with it and the national guard's not going to go along with it so that only leaves different factions of our military or maybe military contractors but the most logical thing would be un troops which hate our guts anyway most of them have been you know trained to hate americans and recruited for that very reason if you hate america well yeah come on in i've talked about that in, in other uh, reports i've done so i'm going to go ahead and play uh I don't know, about 14 minutes of this. Well, I was listening, but uh, anyway, I had a uh, contractor. This is Paul Martin. It's a little disjointed at the very beginning. And again, the audio is not the greatest. I do apologize, but I don't have any control over that. That came by and I told him about this. Meaning he told him about the U.N. troops in Cuba. And he just, he went, oh yeah, they're there. And uh, I, don't, I don't see him very often, but I was lucky enough to see him that day. And uh, Meaning the U.N. troops are in Cuba, this military contractor he knew. And the next, the, the even better one, was the next one, the ex-military and uh he's ex-military he came by the store and i was telling him the story and he goes oh i know in my eyes balls i go how the heck do you know and he goes well i've got a friend that uh, was supposed to come up here from for christmas and he called me and he said can't come said i'm going and he goes you're going to cuba why 
And he goes, I can't tell you it's classified. I can't tell you there's a 20, there's a 25 man Marine team going to Cuba. And now if, if, if they were going to Guantanamo, I got it. I get it. But if he couldn't tell his friend of 20 years why he was going, that means it's classified. And then my other, uh, the guy I originally talked to, this guy, great guy, everybody liked this guy. He's had eight tours in the sandbox. And uh, he came by and told me, he said, he said, Florida knows about this. He said, they are, they are buffering Southeast Florida. Uh, the, um, uh, what do you mean? Sure about it. Yeah. State Patrol. Hello? Yeah, what do you mean by buffering? So, if, in case you didn't hear that, Paul Martin said they were they're buffering uh, southeast Florida. And I guess he's going to explain what that means. Uh, they're putting up a shield against it. They got boats. And this was, of course, we had the holidays and everything. This is three days old. Uh, but uh, uh, they had boats in the water. But they know about the, they know about the U.N. troops in Cuba and Florida. Are they planning an amphibious invasion? Is it going to be a covert come ashore and hide out for a while? What form will it take? They, they, they don't know, but, but Southeast Florida is ready for anything that comes their way. This just adds to the mystery here. We've got Virginia where they're now taking out ads on billboards. Here comes the gun control. You've got uh, Colorado. Uh, you've got California. And then you've got other states that are starting to take up the cause here. Um, yeah, this insurrection against the United States is uh, being enhanced tremendously. I, I got to imagine with the UN troops, it's going to be a covert action or something will already have started and they'll be brought into where they're needed. Right. Um, yeah. And perhaps they're lying in wait for their deployment to Virginia. Yeah. That makes more sense to me that there would be some type of event they're waiting on to happen. <laughs> what if it is some type of attack on D.C. like we had talked about? And again, that's why they're flying those grid patterns out there to, to quell any of the resistance prior to that happening. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Or, or maybe that twenty that event that's going to go on on the 20th in Virginia, the, uh, the uh, gun rally there that's going to happen. That would make more sense to me, that they would be brought in at that point, because then they would, could come on in under the guise of there's this uh, peacekeeping force coming from the UN because, you know, we have to have this. That To me, that would make the most sense. Did you consider... Well, they, they, they could fly in, but I mean, there's so... There's so many. That the... For... The, the government in Florida knows are there and, and are concerned about coming into their shores. So, but, but it would be, it would be way easier to fly them in, nondescript, middle of the night. Uh, flying 250,000 people? Ah, man. No, none, nothing about that sounds easy to me, but. Yeah, my bet would be on deployment to uh, Virginia especially given what we found out today about uh, Northam moving forward with his intentions for the roadblocks. And I still got, listen, I, I have this lady who writes to me for Virginia. These people there are in such denial. I mean, I, I think you could take pictures of the roadblocks with the blue helmet.
and believe you. Uh, and, and they're choosing to believe the disinfo pieces that are put out. Um, does anyone, uh, any of your sources, Paul, know how high up the expressed awareness of this concern is in the state of Florida? Does it go to the governor's office? Is this a National Guard operation, Coast Guard? What, what's the deal? Well, right now it's state police and Coast Guard that, that he knew about at that time. That was three days ago. It could be anything by now. Sure, sure. What do you make of all this? What's your takeaway from what you just told us? Well, I, you know, the, 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 area, the, the thing that caught me is, is this guy's friend telling him, you know, and I'm not going to say which attachment of the Marine Corps is going down there because it's and I don't know what the classified information is, but, I mean, he's done this guy 20 years or serve with him, and he said, I can't tell you. And uh, so uh, this could just be a, this could be, I would imagine. A team going in to observe from a distance and reporting intelligence back. Yeah. And, you know, very nondescript, you know, crawl in, crawl out kind of stuff. Um, and it would probably be force, Marine Force Recon is what I'd imagine. That's what I was and, just uh, going to say. I, yeah, I, I think you're right on the money with that. Um, I think what needs to happen is a group of F-16s go down there and, let's say, strongly discourage them from making the trip. Well, we could, but, I mean, as far as, as compartmentalized as our president is, he may not even know about it. Oh, please, spare me. Even it's though it. you've got a Republican governor in Florida, uh, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's all up for grabs. But the facts are, they're there. The Florida government knows, and the Marines went in, and, uh, which I su suspect could be a, an observatory thing, because they're not going to attack that many <laughs> UN troops. <laughs> I mean, Marines, we're nuts, but we're not that nuts. And uh, so we'll just... Uh, so got, those are the 25 Marines he said that were being sent in there to observe what they're doing. I've got, I've got some other failures out for this story. And uh, as soon as I get it, we'll we'll do another broadcast on it. But like I said, you know, say again, they're there. South Florida's buffering for it. And, uh, but I don't think they'll do that. I, they're not. I've done, I've done land in, in the Marine Corps. I, you know, I've done, I've done land invasions and, there's no way. There's just no way they're going to do that. No, I don't so think that either. So I think, I think they're going to fly them out of there, probably fly them out of Havana, and uh, put them where they want them, in very nondescript. And, I, you know, I've gotten stories over the years of, of you know, guys that work at airports and talking, especially Russian troops coming in. And this goes back six, seven years ago. You know, coming in at one or two o'clock in the morning at the back space of the airport with buses waiting on and stuff like that. Uh, I've been to these airports for years, so I suspect that's what that'll be, Dave. Is they'll they'll fly me in at one or two o'clock in the morning. You know, put them at the back of the airport, throw them on buses, and put them where they want them. Yeah, I guarantee you, they're they're for Virginia, based on what I'm learning about what Northam is doing in Virginia right now. With the by the way, with the complete support and some financial backing by Bloomberg. That's kind of interesting in itself. I'm going to ask you a question, Paul, and I, and I know there's probably not an answer at this time. 
but do we have any information on the makeup of logistics of this group? Is it mechanized? Is it uh, light infantry? Uh, do you have any information on them at all about the composition of the force? Well, if they're, uh, you know, I, I think this is light infantry. Uh, I mean, I was in Marine Corps tanks and all that stuff, and I mean, it takes ungodly logistics to move all that equipment. And you can't do it with airplanes. You've got to do it with ships. And they're not they're not they're not gonna do a lane they're not gonna do a military landing in Florida, I guarantee you that. Um, but uh, this is this is probably light infantry uh, that will be used for some specified degree. But these guys these guys these guys will be walking in if they go into Virginia or anywhere in that part of the country. I mean Everybody out there hunts deer, hunts pigs, you know, wild pigs. Everybody hunts. These guys are shooters. It'll it'll be a it'll be a bloodbath. And to, you know, the that's I mean, two hundred fifty thousand is you know a pretty good number, but compared to the population of Virginia, um, <laughs> I don't see it, brother. Well. Is some people and I were talking about in the last few days with these revelations of drones in Colorado. The intention here is not really to get the guns; it's to start violence over to the guns to commence the civil war. It's oh a, no, I, I totally, I totally agree with you on that. But I mean, if they go static for Virginia, uh, those guys will put up for that. For I mean, there's militia groups building all over Virginia. Now they're building around the country. So, I mean, you know, we don't have what we did, did, you know, back when I started doing radio with the militia movement, you know, we didn't have the internet, cell phone, you know, the, the phones we've got today and everything with cameras and stuff like that. Uh, you know, if they want to start a war, they're going to lose. Well, I'm not as confident. And I don't know that this is the time and place to get into a logistics discussion. I'll just say one thing. Between the Mexican uh, Sierra Madres and the control of the Long Beach port by the Chicoms for over 20 years, um, the number that you hear of embedded Chicom troops just in the Sierra Madres, uh, Arizona, Nevada, mostly California, uh, you could see as many as 5 million CHICOMs right now. We know they run the solar energy farms, and that's uh, the old group, Sinta. That's a uh, shell company for the Chinese military. Um, the, uh, well, I, and I, I get that, and I know. I mean, John Moore and I have talked about this for years. 5 million, but, Paul, 5 million. Huh? 5 million. That outnumbers our military. Yeah, but it, it, it doesn't outnumber the number of active shooters in this country, especially active shooters that hunt. I'm not talking about guys that, you know, just go out to the range and shoot. I'm talking about guys that actually hunt. I, I guided hunts in New Mexico for 17 years. But one thing people don't know is armies move on their stomachs. In the Marine Corps, for every guy in the field, there were four in the rear to support them. So if you're going to, I mean, 
if you're going to have a major operation, you've got to have fuel, you've got to have food, you've got to have all kinds of things. So, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking out of the box here of, of, of the, the amount of troops in this country. And, and you know, there's um, Islamic terrorist groups in all the 50 states and stuff like that. The only way they can do what they want to do is, number one, they ought to shut the grid down. They ought to shut all communications down, just like they've done with, with uh, in California, where we can't communicate. And that, that gives them a huge advantage. Well, Paul, we've been down that road. You and I, personally, have been down that road where we were both sent independently photographs of UN vehicles south of Rollins, Wyoming, and in other locations, UN vehicles with EMP-proof antennas designed to operate after an EMP attack, correct? Yeah, well, I mean, you, the, 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 the general viewed in one of your articles, you, you know, the question was, when do we know when it when the war starts, he says, when the lights go out in your neighborhood. That was in your article. That's right. That's what I've been told many times. So uh, that's something to also bear in mind. If, if you see the grid go down, that's when you know things are, are going hot at that point. Uh, <clears throat> going further, a uh, listener sent me this, and uh, he said, I bet the governor of Virginia has a lot of armed security guards. Turn off, turn off people's phones because they don't comply with his illegal laws. Uh, he says, if I go to Maine this summer, I plan to go around Virginia on my way up there and back from there. The radios in this ad are hard to program, by the way. Meaning, he sent me this ad for these radios, and I'm, I'm putting it in the PDF. But it's a, it's a basically a communications type of thing. He said they're hard to program. I don't know anything about them. But it is something to think about. Because communications are, you know, the... the the thing that they really want to take down. And again, if the grid goes down, that's just, you know, they're taking away our communications or trying to. And this is a little package deal of different things. Uh, it says possible restrictions coming to ham radio. Virginia governor has stated that he will turn off cell phone service to those that do not comply with any gun laws that the state passes. Again, this is a good reason why you might want to have some burner phones. You know, track phones that are not really registered to you, you know, because uh, it would give you ability. Now, granted, if you got hit with an EMP, it wouldn't make a difference, but something to think about. Amateur radio may be the only means of communication in a grid-down situation. These will work uh, unlike cell phones or computers. And uh, the, he just lists out the package here if you want to know more about it. It looks like it's a whole like all in one type of thing you would you would need to have for communications okay so i i included that in here because i thought that was um something that you might want to see and i'm not, again i'm not it's not like i'm recommending this or anything i don't really know a whole lot about this but uh, it does look like a great way to um if you're thinking about the communications the grid going down it might be something you want to think about uh okay so we have that and this, I just saw this the other day. This is just real brief, and it's a Christian's Patriot's Prayer. It's just a, a patriot on the side of the road praying. 
And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and play this. Let's pray. So they're on the side of the road, and I, I don't know exactly what they're they're doing, but it's some type of, of I don't know, probably a Second Amendment type of thing. And he says, I want to pray for you. And um, again, this is the thing about all of this stuff that we're getting into right now with all this stuff. It's very, very easy to get your eyes off jesus christ and just get it on the situation of oh the un's coming and they're going to take the guns they're going to do this and they're going to do that but the reality is is that um this is a spiritual battle that we're in jesus, i thank you i thank you for everything that you're doing with people that are wanting to stand up for this goodness and righteousness and common sense and for you and i don't know my brother's name what's your name brandon brandon jason right on and i just pray that you just have your hand over people that are stepping out in obedience and in faith and in boldness to be able to expose darkness and to be able to speak for those who have no voice. And I ask that your fire be stoked within our hearts and our ears be fine-tuned to your voice that we may do all of this uh, in line with your will and your passion and that it would bear the most fruit and that your men would rise up and that we would serve you in these dark times um, in a way that hasn't been seen before and uh, in a way that hasn't happened in thousands of years since your servants walked in full obedience to you and signs and wonders occurred and that's really what we need to be able to wake up and that we would know so transformed that we feel your feelings and your emotions and your pain and your sadness and that we would even somehow miraculously by your spirit be able to plead with these evil people with tears for their souls knowing that you once created them as fragile innocent babies and that's really hard to fathom because it's easy to hate these people really bad no love for them whatsoever but that would really be miraculous if it's your will for that somehow I ask that you come through and that for us so that you keep all spirits at bay and all fallen angels away from your children and that you cause your angels to go and fight them. now you're seeing what he's saying in the background because it's kind of hard to hear some of this i apologize but it's not a real long prayer but um they're actually putting the text of what he's saying in the background for them, because this isn't just a flesh and blood thing this is deep spiritual things that these dark people are well aware of even more so than people who call themselves by your name so that you equip us to do warfare in the spirit as as would be in line for your will that we wouldn't go out picking battles but we would know how to deal with them in the power of your name when they present themselves to us in full faith and boldness and i thank you that you have our backs that you've given us eternal life both in the timeline but more importantly in just the the freedom and the passion and the love and the vigor and the zeal that comes with the life being lived for your cause and that we have brotherhood and partnership in that because it can feel like we are on a lonely walk in this in this world with a lot of uh, your children to sleep in and, and they need a voice shouting in their ear to awake and better two or three go out in your name than bunch running solo so i appreciate the fellowship here and we love you and let your will be done in all things amen
Amen. God bless you, brother. You too. Okay, so we have that. I just wanted to play that because I just thought he covered some interesting points there. And just good to kind of just keep going back to the, the spiritual battle that we're actually in. As opposed to just looking at the temporal, physical stuff that we're talking about. Uh, this next report is entitled Space Force or Foreign Space Invaders. Now, this is another thing we're seeing a lot of uh, recently. And we're gonna. this is kind of segueing into some other things here. President Trump proposed the Space Force project in June of 2018. And during the second week of December 2019, the 2020 National Defense Authorization Act was passed, which officially created the sixth branch of the U.S. military, Space Force. However, ever since I mean, the... That's a big deal, the sixth branch? I mean, they've had this for decades, but they're officially acknowledging it, though. Object was announced, more and more sightings of strange, unidentifiable objects in the sky have been reported by hundreds, if not thousands, of Americans. Yes. Is this just the beginning of Space Force? Could these objects in the sky actually be technology from top secret studies, now taken off the engineering bench by President Trump to create a new space race of the 21st century that outdoes both Kennedy's moon landing and Reagan's space wars? The 2020 National Defense Authorization Act allocates $13 billion over the next five years to ramp up the new defense branch, which will incorporate the existing Air Force Space Command. According to some reports, recently retired U.S. Air Force Lieutenant General Stephen L. Quast was prematurely relieved of his duties and blacklisted after speaking out on space-related issues, despite a service-wide gag order. But the Lieutenant General declined to comment on the validity of these reports. On November 20th of 2019, Quast delivered a lecture at Hillsdale College in Washington, D.C. titled, The Urgent Need for a U.S. Space Force. In his speech, he conveys the desire to maintain our nation's international dominance through space, from the Earth's gravity well to the sun and beyond. Because, quote, the power of space will change world power forever. He also says space is the navy of the 21st century economy and claims that China is already building a navy in space with the equivalence of battleships and destroyers, later adding that, quote, they will win this race. Interestingly, Lieutenant General Quast explains that the United States has already developed technology which could assert dominance in space. The technology is on the engineering benches today, but most Americans and most in Congress have not had time to really look deeply at what's going on here. But I've had the benefit of 33 years of studying and becoming friends with these engineers and these scientists. This technology can be built today with technology that is not developmental to deliver any human being from any place on planet Earth to any other place in less than an hour. To deliver Wi-Fi from space where you never need a cell tower to connect. To deliver energy from space where you never have to plug your phone in and it trickle charges. This is this general speaking at Hillsdale College, just so you know. You can use that energy over time. It can be applied to cars, to houses. 
The technology of Edison and Tesla that we live with in our energy environment, our paradigm today, is expensive, it's dangerous, and it's wasteful. Plug it into the wall, but yet that's all what we all do because we are used to paradigms. Is this technology that Lieutenant General Stephen L. Quast describes already built and being covertly tested across the United States? The Lieutenant General most boldly claims that, quote, China is building nuclear thermal power propulsion capabilities in order to maneuver in space, and that, quote, we know how to do that, and we can do it better. Is the top secret technology Quast describes as being on the engineering benches powered by nuclear thermal energy to maneuver in and out of space from Earth? And could President Trump's newly organized Space Force be testing this technology more frequently, leading to a sizable spike in strange aerial sightings around the country? As reported by Sputnik International on December 1st, over the previous month, from California to Wyoming to New York, Americans have spotted unusual aerial phenomena that appear to be elongated objects, which some described as a cigarette or snake, first seen over the Mojave Desert, which maneuvers in the sky with ease, as if powered by- They're showing the videos of it. I mean, it's, it's very, it's pretty compelling. Unknown process where energy is produced unconventionally on December 9th, 2019, it was reported that a weird object was silently hovering over the small town of Menifee, California, and the object was seen by over 100 witnesses. The unexplained aerial phenomena allegedly stayed in the same spot for over five minutes before speeding off into the night sky. Just three days later, on the 12th, hundreds of witnesses reported seeing a mysterious bright orb hovering above the small U.S. city of Mesa, Arizona. In the video, after every few minutes, the object appears to drop what looks yeah. to be burning flares. I mean, it's showing it up close. I mean, these are these are insane videos. The ground. Officials at nearby military bases have denied any involvement following widespread claims that it was a top secret military test. So are these phenomena in the sky simply top secret government aircraft being tested and used to train new pilots? Is this what the rollout of President Trump's Space Force looks like? And if so, when will the American people be told the truth about the technological capabilities our own tax dollars have paid for and built? So along those lines, this was just one of the leading reports on Drudge last night. Snake-like UFOs seen across eight states. Mysterious snake-like UFOs have been seen across eight U.S. states in 2019, with even more sightings predicted next year. Um, videos of the bizarre craft, also known as a cigar-shaped UFO, have flooded the internet this year and have been taken everywhere from Wyoming to New York. Again, this is all part, of, I believe, of the soft disclosure that we've talked about in many other broadcasts. They're getting us used to these things. Um, such has been the frenzy around the sightings that the site previously revealed claims the U.S. government may be silently monitoring them. Uh, and a former U.S. Marine also told Daily Star Online his beliefs that they weren't military and that they were spreading worldwide. And here's pictures of them now again these are pictures then do you have the video that we just i just played which if you want to access that you can do that as well um there's
picture after picture after picture and videos there as well. A UFO researcher has since told the site, and again, the, the pictures, I'm posting them in the PDF for uh, December 30th, 2019 at contendingfortruth.com. A UFO researcher has since told the site her belief that uh, more could be on their way in 2020, meaning more sightings. Uh, yeah, I think you're just going to see a ramping up of this. Jane Kyle, who runs TexasUFOSightings.com, suggested the possible creation of a Space Force next year could lead to a more snake-like UFO sightings. Well, yeah, I guess if that if they are government-related and they're wanting to roll out the whole soft disclosure at an accelerated rate, sure. Yeah, I would agree. I definitely think it will make more people look up to the sky, and I wonder why the military is up there and what is going on up there. So, again, this whole thing in, like, Virginia and Colorado, we don't really know when they really get ready to kick everything off. We don't know how many other things are going to possibly be happening at the same time to create maximum new world order out of the chaos they're bringing in. And that's always something to think about as well. Uh, Satan might have a lot more tricks up his sleeve than, than we, we might be thinking about. Uh, along those lines, I just received this today from a longtime listener. Uh, he says, Scott, just wanted you to you know in case you get other reports of this by the mouth of two or three witnesses, everything shall be established. I'm currently in Manchester City, U United Kingdom. Uh, it's 6.20 p.m. Was just outside with a sister in Christ walking the dog and approximately 200 plus UFOs in a completely straight line went over our heads. Now, this is a long-time listener in Manchester City, United Kingdom. And I just got this today. 200 UFOs in a completely straight line went over our heads. They were up very high, but it's clear night here. We are right by the airport, too. Now, again, too, if, if they're... Imagine if this stuff was exploding and there was a lot of other things. Under that cover, it would be very easy to bring in the United Nations peacekeeper troops because everybody would have their eyes fixed on other things. And if they did see United peacekeeper troops, they would say, well, hey, you know, they're, they're coming in, we're, we're, we're having unrest. And it would be a, um, I think it would be more readily accepted by a lot of people. Not everybody, but more people would because of the whole crisis aspect of it. Uh, they were up very high, but it's very clear night here. We are right by the airport, too. Going to see if there's any reports have been made. Crazy times, brother. So, yeah. Yeah. Insanity. And uh, we're going to just see more and more, I believe, of this type of things, you know, as we go into 2020. I mean, 2020 is probably going to be like no other year that any of us have ever experienced in our lives. I'm not a date setter. I'm just saying what I'm seeing in front of me where they're not backing off uh, makes me makes me feel that way next report the united nations wants to hand power to dictatorial regimes like china to control the internet prompting fears of massive new free speech purge the general assembly has approved a resolution sponsored by china this is the united nations which is satan they've approved a resolution sponsored by china and russia to set up a committee of international experts whose role would be to stop the use of information and communication technologies for criminal purposes. Well, the criminal purposes are going to be saying anything against world government or against their dictatorial regimes. So that's what they're they're talking about here. However, many caution that the move is merely a backdoor for authoritarian regimes to further censor dissent. 
The United States, European powers, and rights groups fear that the language is code for legitimizing crackdowns on expression with numerous countries defining criticism of the government as criminal. Human Rights Watch said the list of sponsors for the resolution is a rogues gallery of some of the Earth's most rep repressive governments and gives countries legal cover for internet blackouts and censorship while creating the potential for criminalizing free speech. Governments like China already censor and turn off the internet during times of civil unrest while doling out social credit, credit score punishments for those who criticize the state. And I've reported on that many times. The communist country is also rolling out a plan to force its citizens to pass a facial recognition test to even use the internet. Criticized uh, the authorities, well then no internet for you. And again, this is what they're trying to bring to America. We predicted that all this would come to fruition nearly 10 years ago in an article we wrote called Cybersecurity Measures Will Mandate Government ID Tokens to Use the Internet. Uh, under the guise of cybersecurity, the government is moving to discredit and shut down the existing internet infrastructure in the pursuit of a new centralized world worldwide regulated web and they wrote that in june of 2010 the, the authors of this report the fact that the united nations is attempting to, to legitimize this framework by handing oppressive regimes more power to define certain types of speech as criminal is part of the long-term agenda as we previously highlighted the united nations global compact on Migration expanded the definition of hate speech to make it a crime to criticize mass immigration. But it's mass illegal alien invasion is what they're going to try to criminalize. So you can't say anything against that. And continuing on, this is a report, a very brief one. United Nations refugee camp camps put Christians last for food, shelter, and baby items. And... This just shows you how wicked and evil the United Nations is, um, <laughs> where they will act, you know, totally single out Christians for um, targeting, really. Sheila Gunn-Reed here on special assignment this week in Iraqi Kurdistan. I'm here documenting your efforts to save the Christian survivors of an ISIS genocide here in the place that has been the cradle of Christianity for 2,000 years. I'm here to show you how our Save the Christians fundraising is being spent by our partners at the Nazarene Fund and their in-country contractors. Now, in the West, many people see the United Nations as saviors, as a force for good. Here, they are seen as inept and corrupt and infected with bigotry against the Christians who languish in their refugee camps. The camps are not a safe place for Christians, and sometimes they are in the camps with their ISIS persecutors who masquerade as refugees. Because of this, the Nazarene Fund sometimes needs to deliver food and aid to the Christians in the UN IDP camps, even though the UN is supposed to take care of them, even though the West sends money to the UN to take care of them. Christians are often neglected in the camps because they're Christian. They are often the last to eat, the last to get medicine, the last to get clothes, the last to get diapers for their babies, and the last to get out of the camps. It falls on NGOs and charities like the Nazarene Fund, supported by you, to help the Christians when the UN just doesn't seem to care. For Rebel News, I'm Sheila Gunn-Reed, here in Iraqi Kurdistan. So pure evil there. Uh, the organization's uh, savethechristians.com savethechristians.com uh so you know 
that just goes to show you how wicked and evil, one more aspect of how wicked and evil the United Nations is. Next report, the Bible is banned. China shuts down churches and threatens Christians. China's crackdown on the booming house church movement continued this fall with government officials raiding worship services and even telling Christians they could no longer read the Bible. By law, churches in China must register with the government and join either the three patriotic movement if they're Protestant or the Chinese Patriotic Catholic Association. But because such churches face severe restrictions, millions of Christians have joined illegal unregistered house churches. And again, this is what's coming here, guaranteed, to America. In October, a house church in Yin An, Shandong province, was ambushed by a group of local officials, according to the watchdog bitter winter they said quote from now on you are not allowed oh this is what the uh i guess what china said um from now on you are not allowed to meet here nor are you allowed to read the bible a local government official told church members according to orders from the central government the bible is now banned you are designated as a target of the campaign to clean up gang crime and eliminate evil so they're referring to the christians as gang crime and you know evil but you know if you're if you're satan that's how they're gonna that's how you're gonna view christians you're gonna call evil good and good evil so <clears throat> house churches all over shindong province are to be shut down the church members were told what kind of government is this an elderly christian asked uh they turn a blind eye to evil doer on evil doers and criminals but they persecute us christians yeah yeah it's bible talked about this uh in the New Testament. In August, police officers and government officials raided a house church in the province of Yunnan and ordered members to join a three-self congregation that was thousands of miles away. Having no other choice, the churchgoers signed a document that prohibits them from holding religious gatherings. Government officials took the church's valuables and told church members they would be arrested if they continued gathering. Further, they raided the houses of at least eight church members, confiscating religious books and tearing down religious paintings. Oh, man, this is rough stuff. In September, government officials raided another church in Yunnan and confiscated 100 religious books published in other countries because owning them was not in accordance with Chinese laws. And the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you, you devils. Uh, Chinese government. The next day, the members were told the pastor was guilty of illegal preaching because he did not have a permit. You know, and again, this is the whole 501c3 church thing in America. I mean, that's basically you're going to the government to ask for a permit to have your own ministry. And there's no Bible for any of it. Um, they went on to say if they met with him again, they could be arrested. The government persecutes us because it fears that the church's growing membership and rapid development would be unfavorable to them. A member of the Yunnan House Church said these officials are acting like devils. Yeah, well, they are. They're absolute devils. Um so another thing to uh, add to your prayer list you know the persecuted remnant obviously here's a report and this is uh, i'll just read this the president of zambia is continuing to to resist the trump administration's campaign to decriminalize homosexual homosexual sex acts worldwide so the trump administration wherever we're giving aid in a particular country if they're not totally lgbt compliant and 
encouraging the most wicked evil sex acts well then we'll withhold aid that's that's how righteous america is now again i'm not blaming the remnant i'm just saying this is coming from the trump administration he is a liberal he's always been a liberal he is a he is uh really bisexual from what i've seen uh going all the way back to the gay bathhouse parties that he used to attend with roy Cohn, where there's pictures of him dressed up as a roman gladiator and all the other young guys and they were roy Cohn's, uh his that wicked evil mob attorney that was his mentor trump and this was back in the 70s that was they were like his boy toys and trump was one of them and that's how he got in with roy Cohn. so of course deep down you know trump is a child molester and he's also a sodomite as well and uh, like I said, the, the, the lawsuit that, uh, I think it's like seven different, well, really six different lawsuits, one of them didn't file. Uh, three uh, boys in the 9 to 10 to 11 year range and three girls in the same age range were the lawsuits that were filed against Trump that, that again, is a big reason he doesn't want his tax records disclosed because, it, you know, if any of that came out, then he would you know, he would obviously be disgraced. Beyond. And, and again, the left knows about all this. If they really wanted to take Trump down, all they would have to do is go after that. The the absolute total low-hanging fruit that you could... Wayne Madison, I, I've uh, documented all of these lawsuits down to the names. I've, I've read the names and when they happened and the amounts they were for and they were paid to the parents of the children that Trump molested. And this is just a small sampling of the... Of the um, children and teenagers i'm sure and women that trump's molested and, and men i'm sure too so you know this is what you expect to see but um i'll just start this over the president of zambia is continuing to resist the trump administration's campaign to decriminalize homosexual acts worldwide because that's so important that we spread our morality worldwide as the u.s ambassador daniel foot threatened to pull aid to the african nation after two men received uh, two sodomite men received lengthy prison terms. President Edgar Lungu defended the sentence by declaring that homosexuality is unbiblical and unchristian, and we don't want it. I would give this guy a bear hug. <laughs> this president of Zambia. Okay, God bless him. Foot has now reportedly been recalled from the country. Now, Foot is our ambassador there, okay, who's trying to push the homosexuality you know, the acceptance of the homosexuality agenda. Uh, Foot has reportedly been recalled from the country as Lungu, which is the Zambian president, refuses to work with him, and a replacement is not expected anytime soon. Lungu, the president, said, we have complained officially to the American government and we are waiting for their response because we don't want such people in our midst. We want Foot gone, and he is gone now. He goes, uh, then their foreign minister, Joseph Malangi, Malangi said, quote, you cannot ask a government to make a decision at gunpoint saying that because we are giving you aid, we want you to do this. You can't. Well, you can if you're a wicked, evil government like America is. You know, I'm not saying everybody in the government is wicked and evil, but I would say the people at the top almost universally are. You know, why would this even matter if you think about it? But again, you want to impose your wicked, evil morality in other countries. So, you go in there and say, well, our aid to you is conditional. We want, you know, open homosexuality to be accepted. And because the devil knows how that destroys and defiles and curses the country. And they want that to, they want that to happen to Zambia. 
okay? Like our country's being cursed and defiled. And, and again, all the stuff going on in Virginia and Colorado, you know, <laughs> could it be that just the hand of God is finally, he's had enough. He's going to let this stuff happen, you know? And again, I'm not saying that that means he can't protect his remnant. And we, we should always um, emphasize like the Bible verses that I talked about at the beginning. But I'm saying humanity in general. And <laughs> I mean, I, I can't understand how even God's judgment hasn't fallen on America, you know, to this point. It's, it's hard to comprehend. He's been very merciful, the Lord. So Foot was appointed in 2017 by the Trump administration. Recently, he was recently criticized the Zambian government after two men were caught in the act of having sexual relations against the order of nature, meaning they were having, they were sodomizing each other, I'm sure, and were sentenced to 15 years in prison. Well, hey, in the Old Testament, it was a death sentence, you know, so. Um, in section 155 of the Penal Code of Zambia states that any person who has carnal knowledge of a person against the order of nature or permits a male person to have carnal knowledge of him or her against the order of nature, uh, which, again, is a very genteel way of saying that, is guilty of a felony and is liable to imprisonment for 14 years, or to life in prison. We know that there, we know that there could be people who are homosexual in Zambia, but we don't want to promote it because we frown upon it. The practice, most of us say it's wrong, it's unbiblical, it's unchristian, we don't want it. The... Again, the president, Lungu, told Sky News on December 2nd, why should we be forced to do it, he says. Yeah, I mean, man, I wish we had a president like that. You know? Lungu also remarked that the country would rather remain poor than have its financial aid being conditioned on such a matter. <laughs> Tell you, man, you gotta love this guy. You gotta love this president. God bless him. God bless him. In the name of Jesus Christ. Boy, it, and then he says, if that is how you're going to bring your aid, I'm afraid that the West can leave us alone in our poverty and we will continue scrounging and struggling and see how we can get going. Man. Whew, God bless them. That's all I can say, man. That It's good to know that there are still some just rulers out there, you know, of, of countries. I, maybe the only one left, I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, it's good to know. Now, along those lines, I'm going to segue now into the um, kind of the, along the same lines. This is what's going on here in America more so. It's happening. Uh, Colorado Public Schools now requiring students to role play child sacrifice poems as part of rape training indoctrination. And again, when you're hearing all of this, it's, it's hard not to think about, wow, God's got to judge this. He, he's just, he's got to. Because this is only getting worse every day. And because this is getting worse, I think is why we're seeing all this stuff go on with what's going on in Virginia and with what's going on in California and Colorado and elsewhere. Because we've abandoned God, now he's going to be, he's forced, he's forced to withdraw his hand of protection over America, most likely. The greatest challenge in covering the actual events taking place in our world today is that most people still don't recognize the level of depravity, perversion, and evil that has overtaken the demon-possessed liberal left. But it's it's the right to. They're just standing by. Waiting. Just like Trump does nothing, says nothing about what's going on in Virginia, and so many of the other, the other atrocities that he says nothing about. He's complicit. 
because he's one of them. Um, goes on to say, so they can't be mentally they can't mentally grasp the reality of what's actually happening all around them because it's unthinkable. So when a 16-year-old Colorado girl was violated by a sexually explicit role-playing assignment in a public school where she was required to role-play rape and sodomy concepts while the teacher demanded she read um, out lines like, and I can't say it because it's too explicit, okay? I just, note to myself I made. It was so explicit that I can't, I can't say it. That's what she was forced to do in class in front of the other. I mean, I'm looking back to like when I went to Catholic high school and it's like, man, I mean, I, nowhere ever would even a one one thousandth of what is going on now been tolerated in that environment, even in the public schools. Most people dismiss the reality because they can't fathom it being real, but it's real. It just happened at Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Here's a picture of the girl that was forced to read this, Skylar Kason and her father, Brett. And here's a picture of them. Skylar is 16 years old and attends public school in Colorado. Her teacher required Skylar to role play sexually explicit rape and sodomy scenarios in front of the class where she was required to read out vulgar lines from a poem known as Howl, which include words and phrases like again i can't even say it because they're too stinking explicit they're too wicked evil and perverted but this is public school system now i mean it's like you know I, honestly i cry out for god's judgment a lot of times of, uh, on this wickedness i really do i mean i don't want to be part of god's judgment i mean i don't want god to rain down his fury on me but you know Again, he knows how to spare his remnant. But I, I couldn't blame him if he did, though. I couldn't blame God if, if his judgment encompassed me being part, being swept up in that. I couldn't blame him is what I'm, the point I'm trying to make, you know? I'm not asking for it, but I couldn't, sure couldn't blame him. In another assignment, students were asked to review a song that talked about sexting and offering sexual favors to a teenager something that blindsided school officials when they found out um, about it from Kason, Skylar Kason, the girl. Then the next report, a Texas school board has voted to implement sex education curriculum that will teach children various sex acts. Here's the school board. I'll give you a picture there. And these various sex acts include anal sex. The Austin Independent School District Board of Trustees voted last month to approve a very radical sex education program that promotes the LGBTQP, which is pedophile agenda, and hypersexualizes children as young at the age of 11. Uh, and again, how long is God going to let this go on without severe judgment falling on America? How long did he let it go on in Sodom and Gomorrah? There was a point where God said, I'm done. I'm raining down fire and brimstone. You know, Lot, his family, you better, you, you, I'll send some angels to get you out, you know, but you better get out because fire and brimstone's coming down. I got to purge this wickedness off the planet. And I mean, you know, this is, I don't know how much more wicked we can get here. Can you think of any reason why a child that that young needs to know exactly how to apply a condom and the best way to engage in anal sex? Again, this is mature content. Sorry, I should have said that more up front. And I'm trying to tone it down. Um, to, uh, but it's almost impossible to a certain extent. Because that is exactly what the new sex curriculum will be teaching them. In Texas, uh, in Texas, 
uh, Luke 17, 1 and 2 says, Then he said unto his disciples, It is impossible that offenses will come, but woe unto him through whom they come, like this school board that are all bound for hell and then the lake of fire. Okay? Um, because they're bringing in these offenses. They're, they're framing mischief, wickedness by a law. It were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he'd be cast into the sea than he should offend one of these little ones. That's what Jesus said. And then also this verse came into my mind. Proverbs 17, 15. He that justifieth the wicked and he that condemneth the just, even they both are an abomination to the Lord. That's just the norm now. You justify the wicked. If, if you're in any kind of, you know, worldly capacity that's what you're expected to do and you condemn the just because evil is called good and good is called evil and again how how long how much longer can this go on before god judges it i mean america so deserves to be judged by god I, i'm not asking that for my listeners i'm not asking that for you know the the remnant uh, but the lukewarm church i don't know what it's going to take to wake them up I really don't. I pray whatever it takes, God does it. And I'm not saying that like I think I'm perfect either. From the church militant, the, I don't know, the organization, they said the Austin Independent School District uh, Board of Trustees voted October 28th for a sex education program, which exposes third through eighth grader children to contact that a number of parents are objecting to as appropriate and inappropriate and harmful. Protesters gathered to stand up for children at the meeting uh, it, it's an organization stand up for children at the meeting gathering to address the crowd, but they were interrupted by pro curriculum advocates, meaning pro LGBT perversion advocates, including a black transgender who screamed in front of the podium, harassing the crowd. And again, I, I just think it would be wonderful. We get to the point where you see fire come down from heaven and just consume the, 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 the transgender screaming out. And and in 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 cursing the Christians and begging for, you know, Satan's will to be done. I I think, could you imagine, all men would see and fear and declare the work of God that they would wisely consider of God's doing, and the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in God, and all the upright in heart would glory, as according to Psalm sixty four. Yeah, we need that. We need God's judgment. That's why I did that study on Psalm sixty four because. When God judges the wicked, it is a Christian's door of hope. Our only hope is God's judgment, honestly. As far as any kind of righteous morality prevailing. Other protesters use loud loudspeakers and instruments to drown out the speakers, you fork-tongued devils. One waving a rainbow flag and another wearing a shirt saying, I met God, they're queer, y'all, whatever, you know. So he says God is queer. You know what? When you're in hell, devil, you're going you're gonna to eat those words and hear those words over and over and over and over again for all eternity. So take comfort in that. As many as 126 citizens came to the board meeting to voice their concerns, but the board of trustees was undeterred. And at the end of the meeting, because they're all demon-possessed vessels of Satan, uh, and at the end of the meeting, which ran over five hours, the school board voted unanimously to pass the, this wicked curriculum to, uh, to the applause of all the LGBT advocates. And it reminds me of these verses, just all Romans 128, which talks about 
men burning after men and women leaving the natural use of their body and going after women, uh, you know, the gays and the lesbians and this. Uh, Romans one twenty eight and and as even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, meaning things that are not proper, apt, or fitting. Okay, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things disobedient to parents without understanding covenant breakers without natural affection implacable unmerciful and again this is the verse i that just came into my mind as i was reading that when you you hear all these these wicked devils approving this curriculum and all the lgbt celebrating romans 1 32 who knowing the judgment of god that they which commit such things are worthy of death not only do the same but have pleasure in them that do them because misery loves company and they know they're going to hell deep down and they want to take as many people to hell as they can because those demons that possess and animate their flesh wants to see everybody in hell with them that's why they're so emphatic about forcing their wills down everyone else's throats because they know if you'll capitulate to that you're most likely on your way to hell because if you're a Christian and you capitulate to this, that makes you lukewarm. And according to, to Revelation 3, God's going to vomit the lukewarm out of his mouth. So we have that. Next report. Castration in, Incorporated. Planned Parenthood in the business of transgenderism. Watch and share this powerful investigative report. On the nightmare history and roots of transgenderism, less than 1% of the population identifies as transgender. They have a suicide rate 19 times that of everyone else. Oh, but let's celebrate it. Celebrate it. Shove it down everyone's throat. Let the men, let grown men molest little boys. Yeah. Hey, they've only got a suicide rate 19 times that of everyone else. Yeah, well, just like the, the homosexuals, they only, they live to 39. We're going to get into that. The average, I wonder what the average lifespan of a transgender, it's probably even less than that. Because their lifestyle's so healthy and so blessed of Satan. The Bible talks about the wicked not living out half their days. Well, you know, 19 times that of everyone else. It's some good fruit there you're bearing. The old transgender movement, almost half of them attempt suicide. And our society is selling, selling transitioning as a healthy solution to your children. Because it wants to see your child in hell, fire! This movement threatens the, the future viability of humanity. It is destruction, it is death, and it is growing. I'm going to play this video. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm really angry. For many of us, this idea of transgenderism seems brand new. So it shows some old, wicked, pervert guy, man, with a, like a wig on, dressed like a woman, says she, her, and hers, pronouns, please. I wouldn't accommodate you for one second, transgendered man. Not one second. I will not respect anything about what they want me to do. 
and it shows like the women now that are the men now that are taking over women's sports in an official capacity and going in there and breaking all the women's world records in like the first year they transition over and that's taking over women's sports now genderism seems brand new it is man but the movement we are seeing today was born a hundred years ago the founding fathers of this transgender movement were of the same culture as the eugenics crowd the media push for transgenderism happened 60 years before bruce caitlin jenner yeah, it shows old brucey jenner the, the guy that was on the wheaties box up there that whatever whatever wicked award again you know i just it'd be so uh, to me you know if god you just saw god's judgment just you know pillar fire come down and just consume them in ash because they're they're vessels of satan they're fitted for god's destruction they they've been turned over to a reprobate mind their conscience has been seared with a hot iron the wicked you know all things are created by god yea, even the wicked for the day of evil i'm sorry i mean hey i, I pray if it be possible their souls be saved but god knows the beginning from the end and if people started seeing god's judgment like fire coming down from heaven and consuming these devils that glory in their shame how many people would actually possibly wake up and maybe get saved that's what we need we need that because nothing else has worked that i'm seeing to wake people up in 1952 george jorgensen became the first american to undergo a sex change operation after learning about the procedure in the u.s army he went to denmark where he was given special permissions from the danish minister of justice to undergo several sexual reassignment operations george jorgensen became christine jorgensen and was instantly taken in by hollywood and made an advocate for the transgender community her influence through pop culture made transgender his influence prism and sex change operations more normal and acceptable we then see it in the universities gender identity research began in 1962 at ucla and the gender identity clinic at johns hopkins was performing sex reassignment surgeries by the late 1960s in 1969 the marshall tanner study created the term precocious puberty which is defined as a disorder and diagnosed when a child shows signs of puberty too soon according to the study too soon is age eight for girls and age nine for boys precocious puberty doesn't physically harm the child and yet it was considered a disorder just two years later came the discovery the thing is is precocious puberty when you go into puberty too too soon it's because of all the hormones in the meat i mean that's been well known for a long long time when you when you use steroids and this to accelerate the growth of a cow or whatever animal you're trying to they're always trying to get the, 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 whether it's poultry or the cattle to market as quickly as possible. If you're using hormones to do that, steroids, those get into the meat and then you eat them. And then, and then what happens is, is you're actually getting a dose of steroids essentially. And when that happens, you're going to go into puberty far sooner than the average person. I tried when I raised Taylor to bring her up as much as I could on her, on, on organic um meats and cheeses and things of this nature things that i wouldn't have to worry about the hormonal levels and 
seemingly on the surface, she seemed she seemed to mature slower as far as physically than her class, actually far more slower than her classmates did. Um, wasn't because there was anything wrong. It was just because it was more normal because everyone else was so accelerated because of all the hormones and the meats they were consuming and in the milk and in the dairy that Taylor wasn't really getting exposed to, to that level. But again, Satan's always out there to try to pervert things and, and, to, and to bring these things into existence. And, and that was one of his plans is the hormones in the meat. Of gonadotropin releasing hormone, GNRH, what we know today as puberty blockers. And it was immediately prescribed to those diagnosed with precocious puberty to halt the natural hormonal process in their bodies. And why? Because two men wrote a paper that suggested it was emotionally bad for children to undergo puberty before everyone else. In 1980, the American Psychiatric Association's APA added gender identity disorder into the DSM-3, which opened the coffers of taxpayer health care funds to pay for sexual reassignment costs. Without FDA approval or any studies on the drug's long-term effects, they are injecting Lupron and other brands of puberty blockers into children, and doctors are being paid to prescribe them. In 2001, the makers of Lupron paid an $875 million settlement to the Department of Justice for giving illegal kickbacks to doctors in exchange for prescribing Lupron to their patients. This company is now the sixth largest independent biotech company in the world, with a revenue of over $32 billion in 2018. The company is also connected with the Clinton Global Initiative, of course, and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Like I said, the pharmaceutical medical cartel are wicked, period. Every single drug that they put out has side effects. Every single one. And I, again, I'm not against using you know, things like that in order to get somebody out of the woods to save a life like in emergency medicine. But beyond that, you cannot drug your body into good health. God never intended it that way. And this is pharmacia. The pharmaceuticals are where we derive the root, the root word for sorcery in the Bible, which is pharmacia. In 2007, Boston Children's Hospital began transitioning children as young as three years old. From 2000 to 2014, gender-affirming surgeries have increased fourfold and up another 20% the next two years. Private funding of transgender issues increased eightfold during this time. From the Pritzker family, George Soros, Warren Buffett, and others. The Department of State has allocated over $30 million of taxpayers' money to advance this agenda. Plan your tax dollars at work. And Parenthood is now the second largest provider of gender-affirming oh, hormone I bet. Therapy. Anything wicked or promote or evil like that, you know Planned Parenthood's going to push it. And their website states that they prescribe puberty blockers to children with permission from a parent or guardian. They claim that this is an issue of reproductive rights, so there is no therapy required and there is no mental health professional involved. A child can receive puberty-blocking drugs on their very first visit. Sick devils. In 2019, the Australian Psychological Society said hospitals should have the right to petition courts and change the parents' minds who 
do not want to alter the sex of their child. South Dakota voted against a bill that would have allowed parents to refuse medical treatment for their child with gender dysphoria. This means that if a parent doesn't go along with the child's sexual reassignment, the child could be removed from the family due to medical neglect. Four states in the U.S. have already made it law to teach transgender studies in schools to children starting in kindergarten. The CIA now serves as a corporate sponsor for the National LGBT Conference. Less than 1% of the population identifies as transgender. They have a suicide rate 19 times that of everyone else. Almost half attempt suicide. And our society is selling this as a healthy solution to your children. Whatever the intended purpose is, it has already normalized the abuse of children. It threatens the future viability of our very own species. It is destruction and it is death and it is growing. And I think because, again, the, the apathy of the 501c3 corporate church that are doing, as far as I can see, hardly anything to nothing about this alone. Well, society collectively and the, the, those that would even identify themselves as Christians are being turned over to a reprobate mind. Because God cannot stand lukewarmness. He can't. Going to vomit it out of his mouth. Okay? So, he can't. He wants you to either be hot or cold. According to, to Revelation 3. And the lukewarm, they're just going to be, you know, they're going to they're gonna put up with all of this. They're going to just not try to resist it. They're not going to try to do anything against it. They're just going to let evil come in and overtake them. And God abhors that type of behavior. He wants you to have a backbone to stand up for righteousness. I mean, here's another one. Um, oh, actually, I got to end part two here. And we will continue in this uh study on this next and uh yeah we're gonna go far down the rabbit hole here on this all right so god bless you and we will see you in part three